Welcome to another week of the Nurse Kristen YouTube channel. And for any of you guys that are listening on the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited for yet another week of an amazing topic that we're going to be discussing, which again is a lot for my nursing students. And again, it's always something that nursing students have asked me about as far as, at least for this topic, has everything to do with the clinicals, those clinicals that you start once you're in nursing school. So it's basically, Kristen, how do I go about clinicals? How do I prepare for clinicals? I've never been on a clinical in my life. I don't know what to expect. I don't know how to prepare. I don't know what to do. Um, help me, help me, help me, right? So yeah, I'm down for it. I am all about making sure that I can help you guys feel a lot more confident going into those clinicals, what to expect in clinicals. So that is what today's topic is going to be about. And so I put together nine tips for you guys for clinicals, what to expect, how to prepare, what to do, all of that good stuff. So I know it can be daunting, especially when it comes to clinicals and especially if you've never done it, but I hope with these nine tips that you guys are going to learn from that it's going to definitely help you and, and set, yourself up, set yourself up, set yourself up for, um, for success, guys, okay? So the number one thing I want to tell you about, so it would be my tip number one, is when you go to go to your clinical, be familiar with the site that you're going to. So obviously you're going to want to be familiar with their protocols, the way they go about things that will probably be discussed with you. Um, the kind of population you're going to be working with. So obviously, especially in the very beginning of nursing school, you're likely going to be starting with long-term care. So you're probably going to be at like a nursing, nursing facility. So you're going to be with a population of people, most people that are elderly, that are a lot older. So you're going to have to then think of kind of like what you're going to do with these kind of populations, um, making sure you know the policies, procedures at these facilities as well, just like you would at the hospital. Um, what you're going to be working on, like what kind of things are going to be expected of you at this particular clinical. So for like long-term facilities, um, especially since it's the beginning of nursing school, you're pretty much just going to be doing head, head to toe assessments. Uh, giving medications, maybe doing blood work or not blood work, but um, blood pressures, anything like that. So being familiar with what you're going to be doing at this facility. So getting familiar with the facility, what where things are at is important. So if you need supplies, where they have supplies, um, the nurse that you're going to be with that's going to precept you at this particular facility. Just you want to be familiar with a lot of that kind of stuff whenever you go to do a clinical, whether it's at the hospital, long-term care facility, clinics, wherever you're going to be. Make sure you're familiar with all of that, okay? Tip number two, make sure you're reviewing over your course materials. So it's going to be related to the clinical setting, so including your textbook. So if you know you're going to be at a long-term care facility, kind of read over that information in a textbook of what to expect when you go there. So reading through the textbook, um, if there's any handouts that you can go over, any lecture material that you had in class that you guys discussed about these particular facilities or the hospital or whatever of what to expect. So review over those lecture notes, um, any other concepts, theories that you might want to be applying to this clinical setting that you're going to be at. Those are things you want to review. So if there's any context that you can review ahead of time, definitely make sure you review over that prior to going to that clinical, okay? Tip number three, practicing your skills, okay? This is the perfect time whenever you start learning your skills, especially in the beginning of nursing school. 
um, to then be able to actually put it into practice. It's gonna be your first hands-on with these patients. So you're gonna be able, especially very first semester nursing students, you're gonna be able to do head-to-toe assessments that you're going to learn. You're gonna be able to take blood pressures, which you're going to learn. You're gonna be able to dispense medications and talk about the medications and side effects and all of that stuff, because you're gonna start learning that in the beginning. Um, if you're a more seasoned um, nursing student going into your second, third semester, um, you're going to probably be doing a lot of other things. And again, you're only going to be able to do certain skills that you have been taught already. Those are going to be the things that you've already gone through, you've already been doing in a skills lab, you've already been taught. Every semester, you're going to have a different sheet of skills that you're going to be able to give to your nurse or the director or whomever of where you're doing your clinical of what skills that they're gonna be able to have you do, like what you're expected to do. If it's something, if you've never learned to do an IV yet, you're not gonna be doing an IV on a patient, okay? It's only gonna be whenever you have shown and had passed that, um, that, that lab or that checkoff is what I'm trying to say, the checkoff for like doing IVs and stuff. They're gonna do, they're gonna do those skill checkoffs before you can actually do it in a clinical setting. So you're only going to be expected to do the things that you've learned and that you've passed in, a in your um, school, that you've passed in skills labs, okay? So when you further go on, it might be adding on, you can do head-to-toe assessments, you can probably do Foley's, uh, med passes, eventually doing IV insertions, you can draw blood eventually when you learn about drawing blood from a central line. Um, anything like that are going to be things, wound changes, wound dressings, anything like that you're going to be able to do. Again, it just depends on what you've learned up to that point as to what you're gonna be able to do in a clinical setting. But this is gonna be the most fun, I think, hands-on experience being able to do in clinical. You're actually gonna be able to do it on a live patient. And let me tell you, it's a good feeling when you do like your first Foley and you were able to do it the first time, you were able to find it the first time, you know, and it's, it's exciting when you actually get to do it on a real person. It's like little celebrations when you get to do things in person on a real person and be able to chart it off, right? So practicing skills, make sure you practice your skills because you're going to be doing these skills when you're in clinical. You're gonna be expected to. Your nurse, your, your uh, uh, I was gonna say your professor, not your professor, your um, preceptor is going to then have you do these things. And of course, they're gonna be there overlooking everything, making sure you're okay if you have questions or concerns about whatever that you're about to do but this is the perfect time to do your skills. Like it's the most exciting part of clinicals, I think. So that is my next tip. So making sure you're practicing your skills. Um, next tip, so it's gonna be tip number four is getting organized. So organize all your clinical materials, okay? So I always had like a clipboard that I put my report sheets on and everything. So when I went with my preceptor or the nurse that I was gonna be with, I was writing all the information down when they did um, all of the, the change, the shift change when they went through everything with the patient. I brought all of my own stuff so I can write everything out myself. Um, making sure your you have your stethoscope, super important. Like your general materials, you're gonna need a stethoscope. You're gonna need a pen light because you're gonna do like the head to toe assessments. You're gonna do a neuro exam. Um, it could also just be making sure you have your uniform ready, your school uniform, your scrubs ready to go, making sure they're out, ready, your compression socks, your shoes, um, any sort of business casual attire if you're, if you're not wearing scrubs, 
making sure you have stuff ready for a lunch that you're going to bring that day. Because again, these are like 12 hour clinical settings. Like this is going to be a shift at that you're going to have in clinical. So you want to make sure you're prepared. Okay. You want to make sure you're organized. You want to make sure you have all your stuff in a row. You don't want to forget anything because actually you can get, you can honestly get docked if you don't bring certain supplies with you. Like your instructor can actually dock you if you don't bring supplies. So make sure you're organized. Have all this stuff ready to go the night before so you're not stressing the morning of when you can't find something or something wasn't washed or whatever, okay? Make sure you have all those supplies with you. Very, very important. Uh, number six, making sure you're dressing appropriately. So just kind of like we mentioned, making sure you have your scrubs or business attire. You want to make sure it meets the dress code um, of the clinical setting so you don't want flip-flops or tank tops or anything that is against their own policy because like I mentioned prior to you want to make sure that you understand their policies procedures at the clinical setting so this includes dress code too okay um, this also can be just anything from like I mentioned business attire whatever kind of scrubs um, under scrubs even it they probably might only require like a black or a white under scrub or white shoes black shoes but I also feel like that's kind of depending on your program too but make sure you're wearing the right attire, okay? It's very, very important. You cannot just show up in jeans and be able to do a clinical setting. It's not gonna happen, okay? Um, next tip, number seven, I believe. Yes, number seven we are on. Um, be punctual, okay? One of the things that is a pet peeve and can actually mark you down as well and does not look good on you is if you're late to these clinicals. So if it's a matter, if you don't know exactly where this hospital is, this clinic is, or whatever, maybe it's like one day just doing a test drive, making sure you know where it's at, knowing exactly how long it's gonna take you to get there, maybe leave a little earlier than that to make sure you get there on time, just in case there's like a car accident or anything, any kind of circumstance that can happen. But make sure you're punctual, make sure you're there on time. And for me personally, I think showing up for a clinical like right at seven o'clock when shift changes is almost late to me. I always showed up at least when I was a nurse and even as a nursing student, like 15 minutes early or at least 10 minutes early. Just make sure you're there on time. Nothing is worse than being late and then trying to figure out where everyone's going and when they're assigning everyone to everyone. Please make sure you're punctual. Please make sure you're there on time. Just makes things so much easier, okay? Um, number eight, or I believe number eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, staying focused, okay? So make sure you're staying focused. When you're in your clinical rotation, it's not a time to play around. It's not a time to just kind of voodle whatever. You wanna make sure you are in the mindset as if this patient is your patient. So you wanna make sure you're going through everything, talking everything through with your preceptor too. They're gonna talk the situation, the patient with you. And then obviously, you know, you can reciprocate, give your own opinion or I mean, whatever it is, but stay focused, make sure you're allowing yourself to focus on the task at hand. So if you're there doing a toe, a head to toe assessment, make sure you're focused on that. Make sure you're listening to the lungs, make sure you're listening to the heart, making sure you're, you know, you're checking everything you're needing to for any sort of pitting edema or all of that stuff you want to make sure you're doing all that and you're focused on that and that you can let your preceptor know they're going to be doing the same thing so you guys are going to be kind of looking at each other's um, assessments and making sure you're on the right track doing their blood pressures and their vi their general vitals you're going to be doing 
and letting the nurse know what's going on. So make sure you're really staying focused on these, okay? Because this is, again, this is the learning experience. You want to have the mindset like this is your patient and you're going to try to implement everything you've been learning so far in nursing school to this, to this real life hands-on experience. So you want to make sure you're getting the most out of it because honestly, if you don't, you're not going to get much out of it and it's just going to be harder for you down the road to understand anything and to put anything together. It's just going to make it more difficult. So make sure you're really focusing and paying attention on all of your patients' needs, making sure you're following instructions, making sure you're following your clinical instructor's instructions as well because they might be guiding you in certain things that you need to be doing more of or anything like that, okay? So make sure you guys are focusing on these, okay? It's very important. Next tip that I have for you guys is making sure you're asking questions. This is definitely a good time to ask questions. There is never a bad or stupid question to ask when you're in clinicals. This is exactly the perfect place to ask questions. So if your preceptor is doing something, said something, and you're not sure why they're doing something, ask them. Like, why is it that you go about doing this a certain way? Or why is it, you know, this patient was experiencing this? Or why was it that you gave them this medication? Or, you know, you're going to look at labs together. You're going to look at diagnosis together. And anything you're not understanding, even if it's something you guys haven't covered in nursing school, it's still the perfect opportunity to ask questions and to then see how it relays with your patient. And it's it just gives you a better understanding of your patient and understanding what's happening with your patient so that you're starting to kind of put all of the pieces together and knowing what's going on. And then also, I mean, you can also ask your, your clinical instructor questions as well. So aside from just your preceptor, you can ask other nurses questions. Like, And sometimes other nurses will even bring you in if there's a procedure going on that they're doing, if there's a skill that they're doing that you haven't seen, even if you haven't been checked off on it they can allow you to at least be in the room to watch. So if you have the opportunity to just go and watch something, take it. Honestly, go and do it. That's just another experience to have under your belt that you've seen something done, even if you haven't done that skill yet. So take up those opportunities. If a nurse has something going on, make that known to nurses too when you go to the clinical. Say, if anyone's doing anything that is really cool or that I haven't seen, if I'm able to do it, like, you know, if you would allow me to do it with your presence, I would love to. Or if it's a skill that you can't do, but you would love to see in action, let all the nurses know in the unit. They love, most nurses love to have someone there that they can teach and show. So make that known too, because again, that's just going to build off of what you're going to learn and what you're going to experience, and it makes it that much easier, right, going forward. It's like practice, right? So make it known. Make it known what you want to. Preceptor is always there for you to help you. The same with your professor or your clinical professor. They're there to help you as well. Um, another question I have gotten from students as well is having a preceptor or a nurse that isn't very... I guess nice or you can tell they don't really like having students or they don't really teach very well or anything like that if you come across that because clinicals guys is a, it's supposed to be an area that you get a lot out of and that you're going to learn a lot from right it is a learning experience for you if you feel like you're not getting anything from it and you feel like you're not being taught anything or shown anything or if your nurse isn't allowing you to do certain things that you should be doing, like vitals or you know head-to-toe assessments or giving medication or maybe further in nursing school when you can do IVs. 
if they're not allowing you to do these skills on clinicals, that's a big that's a big deal because that is what these clinicals are made for. So at that time, if you're having an issue with the preceptor, there is nothing wrong with going to your clinical instructor and saying, "Hey, Susie's not allowing me to do this. I, you know, she's not really good at explaining anything. She's not teaching me anything. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this." It is okay to do that. And your clinical instructor will be able to then match you with somebody else that you can learn from that is going to teach you and is going to help you. Because again, this is your time to get the most out of your clinicals to learn because hands-on experience is the best way to learn any skill, any anything. Charting, you're going to go over charting, you're going to go over labs, you're going to go over diagnostics. I mean, literally, it's going to be the best of all worlds to learn anything and everything that you need is the clinical setting hands down so make sure you guys are utilizing it to the umph degree it is so important to make sure you get the most of it while you can okay very very important um lastly reflecting on your experience from your clinicals is also really important so when the day is over and you kind of, you're able to reflect back on the day so you can look at your wins what did you do really well that day um, that you can celebrate or what did you not do so well? Maybe there was a skill you did not do so well at. So maybe it's a matter of going to some more um, like Sims labs or, you know, skill practicing at your, your school to practice some of these skills. Maybe it's, you know, working on those weaknesses that you're not so well at, right? Or, you know, maybe later going through Cerner or going through Epic or whatever they use, maybe you were so confused, you didn't know what, why they do whatever they do. So maybe making mention the next clinical, you really wanna to try to go through the chart a little bit and maybe them showing you a little bit about where they do things. Like whatever it is, the end of that clinical is a really good time to reflect back on what you learned the most of, that was amazing, and then what are some weak parts that you can really work on? Maybe it's your head-to-toe checks. Maybe you need to kind of perfect that a little bit. So maybe it's practicing that more often with your family or friends or classmates or anything else um, just so that you can improve on that. So going into the next clinical, you're better and you're improving on that and you can work on that. And then again, the next clinical, you're going to do the same thing. Reflect on that clinical. What, were, what went really well? What didn't go so well? What can you work on? You always want to try to improve yourself. You always want to try to not be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but improve every time, just even if it's a little bit. Like an improvement every time is just going to make you that much more comfortable and that much more effective in what you're doing when you're there. And feel confident, honestly. It's going to add a lot of confidence if you're able to do things a lot better than what you did previously. It's a learning experience. You're going to learn every time you go to a clinical there's going to be something new that's going to happen or something you've never seen um, maybe the nurse is going to teach you a little bit of something or provide you some paperwork on things to read over which is awesome i've had that in my past um, but they're learning experience i mean clinicals are a great place to learn so and then when you go home you can relax it's going to be a long day your feet are going to hurt because you're going to have been on your feet all day you're going to experience what a 12-hour shift is going to be like for a nurse on an everyday basis right but they're exciting guys clinicals are a great way of getting hands-on experience i know it's like it, it can bring a lot of anxiety i 100 percent understand that i used to be in those same shoes but honestly you're going to learn a lot and if you have a really good nurse with you and you have a really good team of classmates even classmates can kind of help you out if you have a good instructor it can be the best experience okay 
So just get some sleep. I hope any and all of these tips help you guys. You can always DM me. You guys can always leave a comment in the YouTube. You guys can always review on the podcast. You guys know where you can reach me. If you have any other more ideas that are super helpful and you want to be able to share with everyone else on the platform, let me know. I would love to hear your guys' feedback. But otherwise, I hope this super helped you guys a lot. And I'm excited for next week because I have yet another great topic that's going to be coming ahead. So thank you guys again. Have a wonderful week ahead. And we're going to be talking to you soon. Thanks.